think I found it. Well, that's the way we start the podcast. I think I found it. So. <laughs> uh, hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back. Just browsing here with uh, the other Just Browsing uh, co-host. And uh, we're going to bring you a 2019 movie flashback. Which is crazy to think that 2019 was like a year and a half ago already. Yeah. It's, I, it's, it's um, crazy it's, to think that. I think as we go through this list, this is the impression that I got. And I think a lot of people will probably have this. A lot of these movies feel like they just came out and then we just saw them. And an entire year has passed, but, but that entire year that has passed basically had zero new right, releases. Right, I was going to say so that's, n- what, that's what makes it seem like these are all the new releases. Right, that's what I was going to say. These were like the most recent movies that right. you could really see. Because so. all we got basically was like three months of 2020 where there was new movies coming out and then it just stopped. Yep. So, um, yeah, full disclosure to everyone listening, <laughs> Matt and I were going to record a Star Wars-themed episode, and we talked for about a minute and a half, and then realized that May the 4th is literally in two weeks, so we decided to... So we're going to do a May the 4th podcast. Yeah, we, we, we decided to scratch that idea, and we're going to do our Star Wars-themed episode on May the 4th, because why not? That makes the most sense. So, so we're here for a quick flashback. Yeah. It's going to be quick. Yeah, we'll, four we'll, minutes. We'll, well, not not four minutes, but we're going to run Five. through this one hopefully a little bit quicker than uh, than the one last time. So, if you're uh, you know just joining us from uh, or if you're joining us from last time, we did the 2018 movie flashback. If you're just joining us, how this normally works is I have a list of movies that I have seen from that year of movie releases that were from that year. I ranked them on a scale of one to five stars. And I ranked my top five movies for the year. And I sent the list over to Matt. So we're going to run through it from worst to best movies, kind of talk about some of the ones we liked, some of the ones we didn't like, run through the top five. And then we'll also do the highest grossing movies of that year and then also the best picture winner for that year. So without further ado, because Matt is putting us on a timetable, just kidding. We Uh, have two and a half minutes left. (laughs) Number one, um, we'll, we'll start from, like I said, we'll start from worst to best. Number one um, in the two-star categories. This is two out of five stars. I put Godzilla, King of the Monsters, or King of Monsters. I'm not sure if the the is in there. But um, this is kind of timely because I think last month, well, actually earlier this month maybe, Godzilla vs. Kong was released on HBO Max and in theaters, which is the movie that came out after this one, this Godzilla, King of Monsters movie. So this is the... Sequel to the, I think, 2014 Godzilla movie. Um, And it basically just features Godzilla defeating a bunch of other titans and monsters. And it's, I think my opinion... another Godzilla movie? My opinion on this is something that I've already talked about. I think we've already covered Godzilla and we've already covered Kong Skull Island. They're fine. They're entertaining, but they're not really all that Nothing right home about. Yeah. Um, Next up, also in the two-star category, is the Hellboy remake, which... I was a little bit let down by because I was a really big fan of the original Hellboy with Ron Perlman. Um, I thought the sequel they made kind of sucked, but the first one was amazing. The reboot was just a very, very chaotic mess, in my opinion. There was just a, a lot going on. And anytime you have that in a movie where it's just kind of a CGI clusterfuck, CGI for, yeah, yeah. For, for, for lack of a better word, that hurts the movie, in my opinion. I think... Um, the guy who played the new Hellboy is the guy who plays the sheriff in Stranger Things, and I'm, I'm spacing on his name right now. He was great as Hellboy, but I just think the movie itself was kind of lacking. Um, next up, also in the two-star category, is a insane movie called Velvet Buzzsaw, and it was a Netflix original movie. Matt, I don't know if you've ever heard of this movie. Nope. It basically... Loose plot synopsis. It features Jake Gyllenhaal as a, a, a homosexual art 
um, he's like a, he, I don't know what the word for it is. He 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 judges how much art is worth, I guess, in like auctions and stuff like that. Whatever whatever that term would be in the art world. And they come across this a, old not man, a curator, but uh, kind of like a curator, but and I know like the words you, in my you head, know what just, I'm talking yeah. about, right? So they come across this old man, this old man's artwork, this old man who had died. He'd lived alone for like decades. And they come across his artwork in his apartment once he passes away. And he's like one of the most talented painters they've ever come across. And he has these very dark, sinister uh, sort of painting style in his, in his paintings. And they come to find out that all of his paintings have a supernatural quality to them. And they're very sinister. And the people who end up <clears throat> sorry, trying to take these paintings and sell them and profit off them end up coming to like gruesome deaths. It's pretty crazy. It's one of the most insane movies you'll ever see in terms of like, what am I watching? This is totally batshit crazy. So, but also not very good. Uh, so just be warned if anyone's wanting to stumble across a random Netflix Bewitched. original that's really crazy but not that good. Velvet Buzzsaw. Um, moving into the two and a half star category, Dark Phoenix. Dark Phoenix is, I believe, still, I believe, still the most recent X Men release movie and it's kind of fox's another attempt at doing the dark phoenix storyline for gene gray which i don't know a lot about the comics origins of it and all that kind of stuff but it's gene gray and she's got i guess some phoenix force and it makes her like one of the most powerful mutants ever or something i'm not really sure it's just not really that great i think fox kind of they messed with the X with the X Men movie timeline so yeah. much that now a lot of it doesn't make a lot of sense. I do really like a lot of the actors who play the younger versions of these characters. You know, apart from the original trilogy, I just don't think this is a very strong X Men installment. But if you like X Men movies, you know it's definitely features a lot of cool X Men stuff. Although they fight like the bad guys are aliens in this, which I didn't really realize that aliens existed with or the X Men aliens. So. Well, they're mutants. Key distinction, but anyway, it's it's a little weird. Is is my point? Um, two and a half stars. Next up, Pet Cemetery. This is a remake. Not a horror movie. Yes, and it's based on a Stephen King story that he wrote a long time ago that they made a movie of a long time ago, and this is the reboot of that or the remake, I guess, if you will. Um, it's not bad. It's not a bad horror movie as far as if you want to throw on like a decent quality horror movie during Halloween if you're wanting to watch yeah, that dude, kind of I'll stuff. Yeah, dude, I'll be right there. <laughs> um, this one is not bad. And I know that you're obviously not going to do that because that's not your thing. But um, I think I ended up actually watching this probably like last Halloween or something like that. So next up, um, we're now into the three-star category. So these are all pretty solid movies. Booksmart is the first one that's up. And Booksmart honestly let me down just a little bit. And that's, I think, why it's capped at a three-star rating. Um, it's a comedy movie about two girls who are, like, best friends in high school. And, like, they're about to graduate and go to college. And, you know, that's kind of like a whole genre of, like, the high school movie, right. the coming-of-age thing. What are we going to do with our lives? All that kind of stuff. And it's funny. It's kind of like making a breakfast club for millennials or something like that. You know what I mean? It, it, it's it's but a it's, modern day breakfast club. Yeah, but it's not nearly as good as breakfast club. Breakfast club's way better. That's um, great. Great movie. Number, the next up for another three-star movie is Brightburn. And for a second, I spaced on what this movie was, but Brightburn is, the, the whole setup for this, the elevator pitch is pretty interesting. It's evil Superman. Pretty interesting. Isn't Superman evil anyways? No, Superman's a fucking great guy. What are you talking about? Wow. 
It's like constantly he's a saving fraud. the world. He lies to people. He's an American hero. He's an alien. <laughs> yeah, but he's American. He's alien. So anyway, the movie Brightburn is basically the Superman storyline, like alien ship crashes on a farm in Kansas. Oh, this yeah. couple who can't have kids find this kid, you know, who's like oh, come yeah. out of this alien I've, spaceship. Okay, I've seen the preview for but that one. But yeah. he's evil and he has superman-like powers so it and then it just kind of goes from there it's actually a pretty scary and pretty cool movie but i think three stars is a pretty fair rating <clears throat> can i Next tell you up, i haven't seen any of these none of them so far none of them well we'll get to some that you've seen i'm sure um and yeah also just something to note too apparently in 2019 i just didn't see as many movies as i normally do in terms of like that year's releases because some of these ones that we've You're covered slacking. in the past i've had like near 50 movies and this year it was only 24. So, um, next up, Captain Marvel. And I, the only reason I put this at three stars is I think it's just one of the more average MCU movies. I like Captain Marvel. I actually rewatched this one recently after I had seen it in, because I had only seen it theatrical release in 2019 for the first time, and then I hadn't watched it since then. And obviously we have Disney Plus now and stuff. So, the other day I, I rewatched this one. And you know what? It's entertaining, it's charming, but I think there's just. I would rather go to a lot of other MCU movies before I get to this one to rewatch stuff. I agree. I have seen that one, though. Yeah. It's, it's good. I mean, it's Marvel. It's, it's good. Um, another three-star one is the Lion King live-action remake. Um, I mean, it's a great movie. Let's be real. We can't shit on the Lion King. Yeah. It's one of those. It's just a remake, so you can't sit there and be right. like, oh, I've never seen this before. It's yeah. like, okay, and great. I think, you used a lot of good CGI to make it a real life. Exactly. I, I think, to me... I was a little bit spoiled because I had already seen the Jungle Book that had come out a year or two prior, which yeah, was, that was a lot like this, and it was amazing. Like yeah. a really, really well-done movie with stunning CGI and all that kind of stuff. And The Lion King, I just... I'm not... I, I've said this before. I'm not a huge fan of the whole, let's just take an old classic Disney movie and do the Remake same exact it. story, but it looks real this time. It's yeah. like, okay, guys, like I don't really... It's just... It's a money reusing, grab almost. Yeah, thing. it's just reusing ideas to just make a bunch more money, which is fine. I mean, Disney's a corporation. They're, you feel free to do it, Disney, but I just am not that fond of a lot of the new movies, so I, I think Three Stars is, is a fair one for me. Um, another three-star movie, Triple Frontier, which is a Netflix original. Have you seen Triple Frontier? So I haven't seen the full thing. I started it and then just paused it and forgot to yeah. go back to it i think this is one that you would enjoy it's ben affleck in like a cool heist movie where they're going to steal basically millions of dollars from a gigantic drug dealer in mexico somewhere and um it's basically like this team of like four or five x like special forces guys who are basically looking at their lives going you know we've been shot for our country and we have no money and no sort of a life to show for it so fuck this, let's go be bad guys and steal money from this right. other bad guy and so we can actually have money. And then obviously things go wrong and you know hijinks ensue. It's, it's pretty solid. I like that movie. Um, the last of the three-star movies is a movie called Us. And this is the second directorial effort from Jordan Peele who did Get Out, which was like the biggest movie in the entire universe when it came out and won Oscars and all that kind of stuff. I personally like this movie, Us, better than I like Get Out, but I think Us is capped at a three-star movie, personally. I think the execution of the idea was a little bit underwhelming. I think the idea itself is super cool. Yeah. Um, but you don't like horror movies, you're not going to like this movie, so I won't even nope. tell you about it. <laughs> um, going into the three-and-a-half-star category, the first one up is Glass. Now, this one was the... 
sort of secret it was it was the third in a trilogy that was sort of a secret trilogy from M Night Shyamalan. He made this movie called Unbreakable like 20 or 30 years ago with Bruce Willis and Samuel L Jackson. And then a long time after that, like 15 years later, makes this movie called Split with James McAvoy, where he plays a guy with split personality disorder, and it's this suspense thriller. And then right at the end of Split, spoiler alert, you come to find out that Unbreakable and Split exist in the same universe. And then he comes in, follows that up a couple years later with the movie Glass to kind of put the capstone on this unofficial trilogy that he put together of kind of mutants or superheroes, if you will. I think it's a really, really cool story what M. Night Shyamalan did with this it's kind of like subverting some of the tropes of superhero movies especially like the Marvel Cinematic Machine that is happening right, right now and I I just really am down for any excuse to watch James McAvoy do his thing especially t- to pretend to be like 25 different people in one movie <laughs> I think that guy's really incredible and it's got Bruce Willis and Samuel L. Jackson so I mean what, what more can you ask for um Next up, three and a half stars. I put Joker. Now, have you seen Joker? I haven't seen Joker. So, Joker was an absolute phenomenon. Like, it got nominated for several Oscars. Joaquin Phoenix wins the Best Acting Oscar for playing the Joker in this movie. It makes over a billion dollars at the box office. Smash hit. It is a dark, depressing movie to watch. I don't think it's one of those movies that you're going to be like, you know what I want to rewatch tonight is Joker. But... The reason why, like, the reason why I wanted to see this movie and the reason why I would recommend it to anyone out there who wants to watch just incredible acting performances is just that. It's all because of Joaquin Phoenix. He was the only reason bringing me into this movie, and you know what? He delivered. Like, I have never... The movie sucked, but he delivered. That's the thing. Like, the movie is not, in my opinion, very good, but his performance elevates it to being better than what the movie could accomplish without him. I think... I came out of that movie, and this is the one thing I told Taya. I was like, you know, obviously we have Heath Ledger's Joker that for our I was generation. Say, I think I'm just stuck on the Heath Ledger on this, Joker. He's up on this I'm pedestal, like, I and I, I, I am hands down still on the Heath Ledger fence of he's the best Joker ever. Ever. And then we've had obviously the Jared Leto version and Suicide Squad and stuff like that, and then now we've had this Joaquin Phoenix version in the movie Joker. And I told Taya, I said, you know. His acting performance in that movie was unbelievable. And the one thing that got me with this movie is that his Joker, the way he portrays that character, he is one of the few movie characters that I've ever watched where I've been like, I would be physically uncomfortable and maybe afraid for my own safety if I was in the room with that guy. Yeah, He's so unhinged. Like I've never seen a performance like that where he just displays hopeless mental health like madness like right. that it is it is really dark and sinister and depressing to watch but it's like worth it to go in there and just watch someone act their fucking ass off you know what i mean like that's worth watching the movie anyway that, that i'm done with my rant on joker um another three and a half star movie spider-man far from home now this was the sequel to spider-man homecoming so this is tom holland's second, second. spider-man movie and you know what? I've been really impressed with the Spider-Man movies so far. I thought they've I, done I thought really good. I mean, really good. I'm still an OG uh, Tobey Maguire. Yeah, those movies are great. Man. Those are great. Everyone's like, "Oh, those acting sucks." And I'm like, "Dude, they're they great. were the best." That trilogy's so great. But uh, I, I haven't seen this one yet. But I do like Tom Holland as Spider-Man. He, I, he's I, a really good Spider-Man. Yeah. I mean, you like? I know you. You like Marvel. You like Tom Holland Spider-Man. You're gonna love this movie. So check it out if you if you get an opportunity. Um, now we're moving on into the four out of five star category. So 
you're obviously going to move to four and a half. Super, super thrilled about this one. So we're it, not going to talk about it. it. Chapter two. All right. Um, four and a half stars. We have. <laughs> Matt obviously is scared of clowns and scared of any sort of scary movies, but I am not. I'm a huge It fan. I it's think you're a psychopath. I think It and It Chapter Two are two of the best horror movies I've seen in my entire life. That's all I'll say about it right now because I know Matt hates when I talk about yep. it. Moving on. Um, into the four and a half star category, I put El Camino, a Breaking Bad movie. Have you seen El Camino yet? Excuse me. No, I have not. Dude, so you've seen Breaking Bad, right? Yes. Okay. If you've seen Breaking Bad, or if anyone who is listening has seen Breaking Bad and liked it, watch El Camino on Netflix. It's fucking dope. <laughs> That's all I'll say about it. It yeah, is I was dope. Just, I haven't seen it. It's basically following what happens to Jesse Pinkman immediately following him leaving Leave in that car in the last episode. It's like, what happens right after that? Which is a really cool idea for how to tell that right. story. Um, anyway, watch it if you're a Breaking Bad fan. Another four and a half out of five star movie, John Wick Chapter 3. You finally Parabellum. saw John Wick when it came yes, out. Yes, yes. So I think the second and third ones I actually saw that year, thankfully, but the first one I didn't see in that John year. John Wick is the best. Dude, just this is one of the greatest action trilogies ever created, and they're going to continue to make them, which is good news for everyone who likes these movies. I think there's also rumors about them doing a TV show. Not really sure how I feel about the TV show, but we'll see. I mean, if they can make it as interesting as they've made these New movies. New idea. Action character versus action character. Who wins? Put it in your phone. Okay, I will. I'll do that after this. Um, another four and a half star movie I have, which is what we were going to talk about originally tonight. The very last Star Wars movie in the Skywalker saga, Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. Um, I thought it was a little, you know, we'll go into that in two there weeks on May the 4th. Way too about- many loose... Things yeah. on that we can talk right. yeah. about the plot devices and all that kind of stuff that I sort of disagree with, but overall, if you're a Star Wars fan and you're just wanting to go watch a really entertaining movie, it was I was satisfied. Yep. You know, I was satisfied. Now, moving into the five star category, there's actually several of these for this year. Six of them. First up, 1917, which you and I saw together. So good. Which is a World War One movie. Yes, and you don't really get a lot of World War One movies. And, like ever. Right. And this movie blew me away. This was Dude, nominated was, for a shit ton of awards. Um, it was it was basically heavily favored to win Best Picture this year. And I'll go over in a minute when we talk about who won Best Picture, like the upset that kind of happened. But this was heavily favored to win the Best Picture Oscar that year. It was such a good movie. The whole thing is shot like one continuous take, which makes it a really fascinating... and. The story itself, you know, following these two soldiers who have to go basically behind enemy lines to, tell, to then stop, prevent some sort yeah. of an assault the next day because they know that their troops are going to be walking into a trap. So there's the time aspect of they have to get there and survive and all this kind of stuff. It is a thrilling movie. It's, it's, so if you love intense. war movies, oh, I loved it. One of the best war movies I've seen in it a really long time. It was so good. Dude. It's great. We le- I left the theater going, I will come back tomorrow and watch this. Again. In fact, I need to rewatch this. I have yeah, not seen this since we saw it in theaters, it and I was I was blown away by this movie. I loved it. So um, next up, another five star movie. Obviously, Avengers Endgame. You Terrible know, movie. You can't talk about 2019 without talking about Avengers Endgame. DC all and the way. It's basically the biggest movie of all time. I think actually Titanic just did think, a re-release yeah. in China or something. So technically, they're the highest grossing movie ever of all time. Dude, but Avengers Endgame. But Avengers Endgame is basically the biggest movie I mean, that's ever been released. Name another and, movie with more. Bigger characters, right? Or bigger characters, sure. <laughs> like a larger yeah. cast, yeah. A larger yeah. cast of superstars, right? Then you're not gonna find game. one. There's I'm not no gonna way. say I'll like, wait because I might die. Yeah, you, it's just and and 
You know what? The stakes could not have been higher going into the last installment of the, the Infinity Saga. And not only did they not meet expectations, I think they exceeded expectations. Yeah, they, which is a really, really, really hard thing to do. I don't think there was many uh, things that... I mean, we could talk about that too at some point in a different episode. Because we there's a lot all of Marvel conspiracy theories on Endgame and stuff. And we can talk about that later because we don't need to get into it now. But... It was fascinating as a movie. I bought it just to have it before I got Disney Plus, and I've probably watched it like ten times. Just oh yeah, we've rewatched it a bunch. Like, and no joke, last night as like a motivational thing, I was just like going through YouTube, and then all of a sudden I was like, you know what, The Avengers Assemble. Just, oh my God, I need to watch so that. Great. They're at the very end, and so I watched Captain Marvel. Yeah. yeah, he goes, Captain, on your left. Oh, and he looks and he dude. goes, what? You wanted more? Yeah, yeah, I laughed. I was like, "All right, dude." And, and he goes, "Avengers and Captain America wielding Mjolnir." Like, come on, dude. If yeah. you're a fucking, if you're a someone, if you're a human being with a pulse who likes movies, how can you not be just hyped as fuck when that happens, dude? Such a great, such a great moment. I was lit. Um, okay, moving on. Because we can gush about Avengers in game forever. Um, another five star movie for me this year was Doctor Sleep, and I know that you probably haven't seen this. You probably have no interest in seeing this. This is the sequel to The Shining, and it's it's kind of interesting because it's a sequel to Stanley Kubrick's movie The Shining with Jack Nicholson, but it's also an adaption of the book Doctor Sleep, which is Stephen King's sequel to his own book, which differed greatly from the movie. So the guy who did who wrote and directed Dr. Sleep, actually, another fun tidbit, is the writer-creator of the haunting shows on um, Netflix, The Haunting mm-hmm. of Hill House and Bly Manor, which are some of the best horror stuff I've seen in years. Um, he His job on this was really tricky because he had to not only adapt a book, but also make a sequel to a movie that didn't really follow an adaption of the first book. So he's kind of adapting a book and a movie but also doing a sequel to a movie that wasn't really a sequel to the book if that makes any sense yes. so um i it blew me away dude it this movie absolutely blew me away it's got just the right amount of scary it's not like a really i would not put this on par with like the conjuring in terms of scariness it's more creepy right but it's got the like story that like yeah that, you get that goose it's got a feeling. it's got a real creepy vibe it's not all out scary but it's really creepy but the story is amazing and ewan mcgregor is the lead in this movie and he is amazing and i think the villains in this story like what stephen king came up with for the villains to kind of make the shining universe bigger was brilliant i think the the villain in this movie is really terrifying here i'll just tell you real quick her name is rose the hat and essentially what she does i don't know if you understand anything about the shining but the shining is basically a reference to people who have sort of supernatural abilities in terms of like telekinetic abilities where they can like read people's minds or talk to them or whatever they have like they have it can even be as low as like having like really, really good instincts. That's kind of like a low level of The Shining. But some people have really powerful abilities of The Shining where they can like do astral projection. They're like telekinetic, all this kind of stuff. So Rose the Hat is the leader of this villainous group that basically track down children who have The Shining, who are proven to be really powerful at The Shining. What they do is they torture them mm. and basically eat the shining as it escapes like their soul as it escapes them because i guess pain is supposed to bring it out of your body or something like that like that's the most effective means 
And they like eat that and that's what they use as sustenance. And they're all kind of like immortal as long as they can do that. But in order to do that, they have to torture children to death. It's pretty fucking nuts, man. Like that movie's crazy. So, but anyway, really, really, really well done. I'm a big fan of Dr. Sleep. Um, next up is a movie that I'm not sure if a lot of people are as high on this movie as I am, but this is a movie called Hustlers. And it's a Jennifer Lopez movie based on a true story about strippers in New York City who came up with a con to try and basically steal back some of the money that they thought were stolen from the American people by these Wall Street guys. This is like post-2008. Right. And what essentially what they would do is they would get these Wall Street guys who were already super rich and kind of morally flexible, get them liquored up with they found out the right concoction of drugs to give them to where their inhibitions fell, but they weren't just totally knocked out. But they wouldn't weren't really going to remember everything the right. next day. And then got them to the strip club, got them obviously to spend way too much cash, and then got their credit cards and got them to give them access to like what their PIN numbers were and yada, yada, yada. And then just would take their credit cards and go spend tens of thousands of dollars <laughs> buying whatever the fuck they wanted. You know what I mean? Right. And it became this whole operation. It's a really good movie, actually. I, I honestly, when we left, I was kind of like, that was like a Scorsese movie. But like it was like Goodfellas with strippers. It was the uh, that's literally how I felt about it. It was like it was almost like if Scorsese made a movie about strippers being gangsters. Like that's what it is. I highly recommend Hustlers to anyone who wants to watch it. Um, next up is another movie that I just absolutely fell in love with, and it gets better each time I watch it. This movie is called Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It's Tarantino's latest movie. Quentin Tarantino is one of my all-time favorite directors. I love basically everything that guy puts out. And this is a really weird movie for him because it's a very subdued movie for about 95% of the runtime. And you're kind of expecting all that Tarantino ultraviolence and all that kind of stuff to come in. And it does come in, and I won't say when because I don't want to spoil it for anyone. But it's kind of a movie where like largely nothing really happens for most of the movie, but yet it's so watchable. It's Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio just giving two outstanding performances. It also features Margot Robbie and a whole host of other great cameos from other fantastic actors. Al Pacino's in it. Like, there's Al a sh- there's a um, space on the dude's name. And in fact, I'll just move on because it's not important. A whole bunch of other famous actors are in the movie. Totally fantastic. I can't say enough good things about Tarantino. This movie gets better and better. Okay, the well, more the we next movie it. is even better. And now we arrive at the last five-star movie, which is a, a movie that is directed by another one of my all-time favorite directors. This movie is called The Irishman, ladies and gentlemen, directed by Martin Scorsese, released so directly good. to Netflix. Just straight up one of the best movies I've ever seen. So good. Just make sure you carve out four hours of your day to watch it. Because yes, I believe it is, it is long. I believe it is like, what, roughly three and a half it's, hours, yes. I think? Somewhere and that's there. like from important shit to more important right, shit. Right. Not like a bunch of foo-foo. I mean, they could probably cut some time out, but yeah. it was well, well, well worth Yes watching all of that if you are interested in martin scorsese movies if you are interested in gangster movies the italian mob any of that kind of stuff you would fucking love the irishman it's basically it's martin scorsese on steroids yes it's martin scorsese who's the guy who brought the gangster movie genre to the forefront of american cinema and did it better than anyone else did it stepping back into those shoes and doing it with some of the greats the greatest actors ever to in a portray. sense on a true story 
Yes, all based on, on a true, true story, story, which makes it even better. So go see The Irishman if you yes. have not seen it. It's, well, it's on, on Netflix. Netflix. It's, just, it's right there available. Millions upon millions of people have Netflix. Please just sit down on your couch and give it a watch. You will not be disappointed. It's yes. amazing. Okay, so now I'm going to go through movies real quick that you missed. Okay, yeah, we are doing that. Okay. Yeah. The Lego Movie 2 was also released this year, and you missed it. Still haven't seen it, Nothing is going to beat the Lego Movie. So good. Still haven't seen it. Um, there was How to Train Your Dragon. Okay, I just... Third one. I, I just watched um, all of those movies. I have just finished the third one literally okay. like a week ago. So um, They're really good. But Highwaymen is another Netflix one that I highly, highly I suggest. That. A lot of people have told me that's and, good, though. And watch that. I need to see that. I love that one. I'm a big Woody Harrelson guy. I got to watch that. Well, and it's on another one on True Stories, and it's yeah. another gangster movie. Right. So I go watch it. Okay. Do yourself a favor. Okay. Unicorn Store? What the? Nope, I haven't seen that one. Not me. Either, I know what you're talking about, but I haven't seen that one. It just popped up, and I was like, Unicorn Store. Mm. <laughs> Um, there wasn't like too too many that were kind of uh, like long shot. Do you ever remember Long Shot with Seth Rogen? I've actually yeah, I've seen that in Charlize Theron. That's mm-hmm. a pretty good movie. I like that movie. The Professor and the Madman. No, nope. Mel Gibson. Nope, haven't seen that. It's on Netflix, or it was not not not. not you know, they not, came not, out with not, the Professor not, not and the Madman, and then they came out with the Professor. Literally, those were both released a week apart. Isn't that weird how that happens sometimes? I've noticed that periodically where they'll be... Like, you know, Olympus Has Fallen and White House Down came out yeah. like really close to each other. And it's like, hey guys, this is the same movie. <laughs> how, did, how did you guys not know you were not working on the same exact fucking movie? Uh, Aladdin was released. I haven't seen that one. Rocket Again, Man. We, we've gone over my thoughts on the live-action Disney remakes. Did you ever see Rocket Man? No, I haven't seen that one still. That's uh, the Elton John biopic, yes. right? Yeah, I haven't seen the that The Secret one. Life of Pets 2. Haven't seen Secret, Secret Life, Life of Pets. Secret Life of Pets is great. Men in Black International. I haven't seen that one. No, I've just seen the first three. Toy Story 4. I have seen Toy Story 4. It's fucking phenomenal. Yep. Now, you didn't see it in theaters. Um, we're already in July. There wasn't like... Oh, Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. Nope. Anything after Furious 7 I haven't seen. Mm. Did you see all the previews for Furious 9 coming out? Yep. Won't the Angry Birds movie too? You didn't see that? No, the fact that they made an Angry Birds movie 2 is kind of insane. 47 meters down, uncaged. That's also a sequel. I think Ty, I saw the original. I haven't, I haven't seen um, it. Speaking else. of like White House Down, Angel Has Fallen was released this year. I did see Angel Has Fallen because I'm just I'm, I'm on the, the Gerard Butler train till I die. Yep. Just ride or die with Gerard Butler. Um, I almost said Hustlers, but we literally just talked about that. Great movie. We're in September. Rambo: Last Blood was released. I actually haven't seen that yet. Uh, watch it. It's just another Rambo movie. Yeah, yeah. Well, I love the Rambo movies. They're so. so good. The King. That one was released. Oh, I haven't. Is that the one on Netflix with um, Joel Edgerton? Yeah, and yeah. Timothy I really want to watch that. That Shalman. looks fucking amazing. Yeah. Zombieland: Double Tap. Was I have released. seen that one. I've seen that one. You know what? Pretty, pretty, pretty solid. Yeah. Not pretty. as good as the first one, but pretty solid. Terminator Dark Fate was also released. I that year. just saw that one. I went on a Terminator binge within the last couple months, and I I had not seen the most recent one, and so I watched all of them leading up to it, and then watched the most recent one. Midway was released. I haven't seen Midway. Claws, which is like the scary Santa Claus one, I think. No, maybe not. Maybe this is a different one. I haven't seen that. I don't it's a Netflix one, so maybe it's okay. not that one. Um, 
But shit, we're in November already. Damn, Charlie's Angels. Nah, not a Charlie's Angels guy. Okay. Frozen Two. <laughs> um, I have seen that. Yeah, I've seen okay. that. Okay. It's good. 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 Yep. Yep. The Two Popes. Nope. Nope. Okay. It's a negative. The Aeronauts. I saw that actually. That's an Amazon movie. Is that the one where they're like flying around on hot air balloons? Right. So they're like measuring the weather. Is it good? Balloon. Yeah, I liked it. It, was it looked interesting. pretty weird. I was like, what it, is this movie? About? It was interesting. I, I liked it. Because it's got the chick from Rogue One, and then it's got someone else in it, too. Who else is in uh, it? The guy from uh, Fantastic Beasts. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, I don't know. I saw the previews for that, and I was just like, I don't... Yeah, I'm, no, it's, it's interesting. It's not, it's it's not just, grabbing me. I, I liked it. Uh, Jumanji, uh, the next level. I still haven't level. seen Jumanji. Uh, <laughs> Cats. Oh, my God. We honestly should make an entire episode about Cats. Just I haven't even seen it. But just the uh, the outcry that happened after that movie came out. Apparently, it's just like literally one of the worst movies that's ever been yeah. made. Yeah. I don't know what went wrong there, but good lord. But that was a list, so there wasn't that many okay. big movies in. Yeah, I didn't well, miss like in terms of uh, ones you missed. Right, I didn't miss least. too many good ones. It sounds like. But so. now let's do our top five. Top five. Starting with your number five. Starting with my number five coming in nineteen seventeen. So wrong. I had Star Wars coming in number five. Oh, okay. You'll be shocked when you... Well, you're seeing my I top five. I can see it, yeah. <laughs> for the listeners, um, coming in at number four for me, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Had John Wick, chapter three. Good pick, good pick. Coming in at number three, Avengers Endgame. I also had Endgame at three. Okay. Interesting that Endgame is at three for both of us. Interesting. Interesting. What well, could be my top two? Number two for me is Doctor Sleep. I'm yeah, a big fan of that movie. Mine was 1917. Okay. It definitely almost pushed for number one. Yeah. But my number one is fucking great. It's just too good. Uh, for Number one for me is The Irishman. Yeah. Dude, yeah. you and I seem to always sync up on number one. Dude. It's like we, we have a little bit of parody in the other four spots, but number one, we're always like, I mean, like, 1917 yeah, like definitely pushed it, but The Irishman is just like... The American it's, it's like gangster amazing. going back to you know the Italian yeah. like mafia and stuff. oh dude just yeah just too good and remind just me again good. what's it's what was De Niro plays who he plays the Irishman he well, is the Irishman and it's all about okay no Pacino plays what was the guy's name um, I keep spacing on his name because it's all based on a true story Hoffa Jimmy Hoffa Jimmy Hoffa right who they still haven't found right who they never found his body and the whole thing is this guy his name's Frank. Sheeran or, or um, Frank, uh, let me see something. De Niro plays this Frank something guy who's the Irishman, and he basically it's based on like his memoir or his autobiography, I guess. And he's basically claiming that he's the one who killed Jimmy Hoffa on behalf of the mob, basically. Frank Sheeran. Yeah, Frank Sheeran. Yeah. So there we go. It it's just tremendous. I I want to read the book. The book that it's based on is called I Heard You Paint Houses, which they have in the movie. That's one of the lines. That's like code for like I hear you f- go kill people right. if, if we need you to. Uh just a really fantastic gangster mobster movie. It's just really great. It's the best. And it just has like all of the greats coming back to do their thing and you really can't wish for more. You're like Scorsese, De Niro, Al Pacino, they even have Harvey Keitel in there. Joe Literally Pesci. Everybody. Joe Pesci is amazing. Joe Pesci is amazing. He's so good in that movie. All right, <clears> let's go. Top 10. Let's see if you can guess any of these. I was doing really good on 2018, but I don't think I'm going to do very good on this Because I'll just tell you now, Disney owns the top six. Okay, so let's start With two at, more in the 10. They oh, own shit. eight 
Eight of the top ten. Eight of the okay. top ten. So starting... It, oh, wait, no, sorry. I saw incorrectly. They own seven. Sony owns two and Warner Bros. owns one. Okay, is number ten a Num- Disney or is it a number ten is non Disney? It's a Sony. I'll tell you that much. Dark Phoenix. No, Jumanji. Okay. Number nine is Warner Bros. I don't know. Jokes on you. It's the Joker. Oh, that makes sense. Isn't it crazy that Joker made like over a billion dollars at the global box office and that comes in at number nine? Okay, so yeah, so going back to the money, Jumanji made three hundred and twenty million, Joker made three hundred and thirty five million. Right. So now number eight is a Disney movie. Uh Captain Marvel. Nope. Aladdin. Oh, I was actually gonna guess the Lion King next. Aladdin at three hundred and fifty five <clears throat> million. Okay. Um number seven is a Sony movie. Spider-Man: Far From Home. Yep. Ah, see, you like how that's kind of a trick question because it is. you think it's Disney since they own Marvel, but it's actually not. Three hundred and ninety so. million. Okay. Number six. So now we start all Disney. So number okay. six made four hundred and twenty-six million. This one I'm going to go with the Lion King. Nope, Captain Marvel. Fuck. All right. <laughs> uh, number five made four hundred and thirty-four million. Is it the Lion King? Nope. Toy Story <laughs> Four. I just keep guessing the Lion King. <laughs> Number four, I know it's in there somewhere. Number four made four hundred and seventy-seven million. The Lion King. Nope. Frozen two. <laughs> Damn it. Number three made five hundred and fifteen million. Okay, we are. Hang on, hang on. We are. Uh, oh, Star Wars: Rise of Skywalker. Yep. Nice. All right. Number two made five hundred and forty-three million. That's the Lion King. Yep. Holy number shit. two, Holy and number shit. one, making eight hundred. In fifty-eight million in the U.S. alone is Rust Creek. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Avengers Endgame. Avengers Endgame, which ended up eclipsing over two billion dollars at the global box office, which is just disgusting. Eight hundred million in the U.S. alone. Yeah. So that movie cost. Let's see if it'll show me before. You know, we don't have to do this, but. It was like that movie. The budget was three hundred and fifty-six million, <laughs> and oh the box God, office dude. made two point seven nine eight billion. Talk about making your money's worth. Yeah, that's the only way you can justify spending, dude. Imagine no other studio in the world is going to go. You have three hundred and fifty-seven million dollars as your budget. I mean, but you got to remember, you have Robert Downey Jr., Chris Evans, Mark Ruffalo, yeah. Chris Hemsworth, Scarlett Johansson, Jeremy Rayner, Don. Is that Chidel? Cheadle. Cheadle. Paul Rudd. All the Brie fam- Larson. All the, all Karen the Josh Brolin plays fucking Josh Thanos. Josh Brolin, John Favreau, Bradley Cooper, Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah. GG's. Yeah. And, and the game. GG's. All right. Um, real quick, let's cover the Best Picture stuff for this year. Um, Best Picture nominees are... Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, the Tarantino movie, 1917, directed by Sam Mendes, a movie called Marriage Story, which actually, I didn't hear you list, but I have seen that since then. Marriage Story is an excellent movie. Very depressing, but uh, very excellent. A movie called Little Women, a movie called Joker, uh, Jojo Rabbit, The Irishman, Ford vs. Ferrari, which I have seen. I didn't even see that on the list. And then the Best Picture winner... For that year is a movie called Parasite, which is a Korean film that is fucking excellent. Yeah, I, I remember the whole buzz about how Parasite like won, and everyone's like, oh my god, that shouldn't have won. And then people are like, okay, 
Fair, fair point. It fair was point. a big deal because, like I said a few minutes ago, 1917 was the heavy favorite going into the Oscars. Right. It's like, this is going to be the best picture winner, which I could have seen very easily. And I watched that movie and I'm like, I would be fine with that. But Parasite won, and everyone is like, you have to go see Parasite. It's amazing. You have to go see Parasite. And I'm like, okay, I'll check it out at one best picture. Seems kind of weird that it won best picture, but whatever. Let's 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 see. Dude, it's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it's really good. Have you seen it? No. But I've heard like Dude, amazing things so about it. So you have Amazon, right? Yeah. I've, oh wait, was it on Amazon that I watched it? It was either on Amazon or Hulu. It was one of those two. I have both. So go look for it. And it's obviously it's a Korean film, so it's all you have to read subtitles the entire time. Right. Dude, straight up one of the best movies I've ever seen. Well, it's really good. I'll give it a look. Someday. And I don't want to spoil anything about it because the story takes some really insane twists and turns. But after you watch that movie, I think you're going to be like, okay, that makes complete sense that it won Best Picture. All right. Well, I'll watch it. So anyway, and um, Bong Joon-ho, who is the director of that movie, won Best Director that year too. So Shocker. They, they just cleaned up. Clean house. Um, anyway, yeah, that was um, the year tw- 2019. That was the 2019 movie flashback. So... This one was kind of impromptu. We weren't going to do two two movie flashbacks back to back. But uh, like I said, we sat down. We were going to start talking Star Wars. And then we realized that Star Wars Day is literally two weeks away. So So next week we'll be back with probably just a random one. And uh, then we'll talk years off for some Star Wars. Right. So be ready to... to It'll probably be a long one. We're going deep on Star Wars. Yeah. But uh, yeah, thanks for tuning in. And... um, We'll uh, talk to you guys uh, next week. Yeah, we'll actually come prepared because we were gonna we were gonna we roll were on one of our random today. topics tonight, but then we realized uh, we had no idea what to talk about for any of them. So yeah. we just we'll did this prepared. instead, which is my favorite thing to talk about anyway, which is movies. But um, we'll be back to something different next week, hopefully. Um, but yeah, thanks for tuning in. We love you guys for your support. Yep. Hope you enjoyed the podcast, and uh, we'll talk to you next we'll time. Talk to you next week. All right, peace later.